on Facebook. Um. All right, live now. All Good. Right. Yeah. All right. Greetings, one and all. Greetings. Greetings to all the American Indians. Greetings to all the indigenous people all over the world. Greetings. Greetings to everybody. Um, this is a special um, presentation. I'm on here with um, Brother Dartman X. Um, Y'all know him over there on YouTube. Um, currently, YouTube has uh, demolished his channel, his work, all his hard work, destroyed it, all uh, that stuff, get rid of it, because he has he was exposing a lot of issues with the whole this whole job thing. I don't want to even use that word. I was a job, but yeah, there was a lot going on over there. So, yeah. and I, I the channel also the the channel. The American Arawaks channel also got got strike twice. Um, one more strike and it's like they, they, they take the whole thing down. So I'm just gonna try to ease off for the whole. But anyway, brother Dartman X is right here. And him out, him out, him out, he's about to present um, the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because it needs to be told. So go ahead, brother Dartman X. Yeah, greetings, greetings, brother. Um, thanks for having me on here. Um, we want to breakdown about specific laws that protect the rights of the people or anyone that want to invoke their rights right and not have it um violated by any corporate governmental construct because we know um majority of the governments in the world are corporations right so uh, one of the information that I was sharing on the last live that I did on my um, my main channel, which has been taken down, the whole channel completely, was touching on um, the IEEE-PR and the Constitution, right? So yes. I want to yes. play an audio of... Um, Damon Crawford speaking about um, incidences surrounding the job as far as economical um, shutdowns, right? And shutting down of communities, locking people under curfew and all these things. And after I play that audio, I'm going to play the audio of the brother breaking down the international law that shows and proves that everything that all these corporate governmental constructs have been doing, making things mandatory, is completely against the law and out of their power. They do not have the authority to do so, not, not under any emergency act. An, an emergency act don't give them the power to take away your freedom to travel, your right of movement, or to put you under duress and coercion to wear a mask or get a vaccine if you want to go back to the norm. If you want to go back to norm, just live your life how you was living your life before all of this. Um, what you what, what would, you, would you say? Fiasco, before fiasco. all of this fiasco, yes. This financial mm. grab, because this is what it, what it was. This is what it is. It's just a, a, a way, a means of shutting down majority of the entrepreneurial um, uprising that has been going on in um, predominantly what they call Negro or melanated dominated regions 
of the world. There's been a financial power shift building, and what these people have done is set it back because um, where there's financial wealth and family and um, generational wealth, there is power. Um, a lot of indigenous people or people have been searching through their ancestry and finding a lot of holes and a lot of lies in history and finding who they truly are and realizing that they have claims to a lot of lands that has been getting sold and stolen by the corporate government who has been selling these lands to foreigners who mm -hmm. are not even indigenous to that to this American hemisphere. Yes. Absolutely so, I agree with that, brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we must understand um what is fully going on. Right? So let me let me get this audio ready. Right. Uh, I got this from um, someone shared this link with me from uh, someone else's platform on YouTube. Right. Hold on. Okay. This is from <laughs> Motamasi um, YouTube's channel. Right. You missed that. Let me let me find the spot of where it is, and then we're gonna play it from there. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Instagram at Stoner Hustle. Make him no say a motor. I'm no no. Damien Crawford is not easy. He's a politician. I said don't put motor wrong on top. Oh no, listen. So if anyone don't know who Damien Crawford is, he's a senator, a senator of the um the island of Shamaika or what is called Zamaka, but the corporate name is called Jamaica, right? So he's a Jamaican senator of the Jamaican Corporation, okay? And we have to say corporation because Jamaica is not um, a land or the people. Jamaica is a corporation that was fully established in 1962 when they changed the motto of the coat of arms from two Indian servers one to out of, out of one many, out of many one people. And then they took that corporate document, that corporate trust, and brought it over to Europe and had it um, signed up by the Queen of England, for she is the head of the Jamaica Corporation, Not has nothing to do with the land, okay? It's business it's before, about the stock market. So the Jamaica Corporation is a business entity that actually has an address on the island of Zamaka or within the archipelagos of the 28 islands of Zamaka, okay, which is wrongfully called Jamaica. Anyway, so we're going to play this audio and let's get into it. Into this. In all fairness, in all fairness, and I've been consistent. And you see, that is what I learned as a child. My father said, tell me the truth is constant and constant. I was in the wilderness as one of the very few politicians. Constantly said no election. I said no election should be called because the 
activities of an election were likely to contribute to everything opposite to that which has been proposed by the Ministry of Health. Let us look at the things proposed. Let us look, just give me a chance, just today. Let us look at what was proposed by the Ministry of Health. The Ministry of Health proposed that there should be a limiting of inter-community movement. No election limits inter-community The Ministry of Health said that there should be a limiting of people interaction. No election limits people interaction. The Ministry of Health suggests that the activities of an election were likely to create risk for an increase in COVID cases. Not only did the ministry, not only did the ministry, not only, and, and I mean, I am consistent. Nobody can say that I have changed my opinion pre the last election and now. Nobody. In fact, some of the people were saying, some of the people were saying, some of the people were saying that it was making the opposition look afraid for a person of such high office to be openly saying, no election, no election, no election. Now, let us go further. The bill before us now also states that calling an election in a spike is a risk that they are unwilling to take to call this local government election. That is what this bill is proposing today. Now, you can claim you heard after the last election, but you cannot claim that the last election did not continue. Let us go further. The Ministry of Health spoke to Nomination Day impact that after Nomination Day, they expected a spike. The Ministry of Health, not Damien Crawford, the Ministry of Health. And Jamaica Labour Party has the, the cabinet under whom Minister um, Tufton is the Ministry of Health. Is the Minister of Health. The Ministry said they expected a spike after nomination. Nomination is a necessary part of an election. No, matter about me, Damien Crawford. It goes further. The Ministry of Health predicted after nomination day that they expected a further spike after election day. And that has proven to be true. There is in, in, in scientific research a concept we call correlation. correlation. And while correlation isn't causation, correlation is a reason to seek information if there is causation. There is clear correlation between what was the case prior to the election yes. and what has been the case since the election. Right. Clear correlation. So therefore, the government should not be allowed to be absolved. There's a decision that was to be taken only by the prime minister. That is when an election was to be called. No matter what the opposition said or did, the constitution offers him that right. That was an election that wasn't due until 2021 March. He sought political advantage, which he gained. He gained. And I mean...
technology uh, plays a key role in Weeble. The Weeble Mobile. We can assume. But also, he gave us governmental disadvantage. He cannot be absolved from the, the downgrade to level four by the United States government that Jamaica is now level four, putting greater risk to the tourism industry. He cannot be absolved. And secondly, he cannot be absolved from the losses that the economy will take further. Because as you would have said, and many Jamaicans agree, before the act of an election, the management was good. Many would agree. The logics, logics of the numbers show that. No, Senator Webby, there was a time, there was a time, Senator Webby, Senator, Senator Webby, Senator Webby, you would agree that there was a time that Jamaica's numbers were not moving with the rest of the world. There was a time that the government was so proud of their actions that they were on TV six hours and five hours a day explaining how they were managing. And, and, and their reasons, one of the spikes, the Black Lives Matter march in America contributed to a spike. The elections in America contributed. How is it that the government of Jamaica can say that the parties contribute to a spike in the holiday, but I can't say that the election contribute to a spike? All right, so let me stop it there, yeah? So he's speaking of the hypocrisy that the prime minister... Now, I want people to understand something. The prime minister has no power. The prime minister is just doing what the governor general tells him to do, okay? So the complaints that people even have, it shouldn't even be going to the prime minister because the governor general of the Jamaica Corp is the, what, what, you, what would you say, the, the third in command, supreme commander? versus the, the 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 queen and then it's the governor general yeah he's okay. he's a, he's knighted he's knighted by the queen so yeah. that make him a um i make him like a, a subsidiary like, he's a you know, call him a, a, a in in the old colonial terms would be one of a lord right yeah a vassal yeah a viceroy something like that a vice viceroy. yeah yeah that by yeah, you could you could use in the, for corporate term, just call him a, a CEO of the corporation. A CEO, a CEO, yes, yeah. a CEO, yes. The vi viceroy means king and so on and so. But he took an oath to the the, the queen, English yeah. queen, so he, he's not king. He's not king. He's yeah. like her, sec her second in command. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So all the delegations to the Jamaica Corporation, because I want people to understand something. Okay, government outside of your family lineage, which is your tribal structure, ancestry, government today are nothing but corporations. And as such, there have been laws created to keep them in check. You have your constitution, 
and that you have laws created to keep even that in check if there are loopholes in the Constitution that would allow them to want to take away your everyday rights. Now, the hypocrisy that Crawford was speaking on is that the entrepreneurial businesses and the businesses of the indigenous people on the island have been getting shut down consistently. The movement of freedom of movement, motion, locomotion, has been getting shut down on the indigenous people of the island. So they will have only two to four hours in the day to get certain business done and have to be back in their house by 5 p.m. Can't go back outside. That is unlawful and that is illegal. But because Jamaica, uh, Shamaica, is considered to be a, a third world country where it is governed by corrupt forces, and majority of the, po the policy officer force, because they're not lawmen, there's a big difference. Anything that spells P-O-L-I-C-E, the proper pronunciation is called policy. And any bills, any bill, any acts that's passed um, as policy for any public servant or office of public servant, Okay, it's a corporate construct. They're not laws. They're corporate constructs. All right. Under the color of law, something that is disguised as law, but is not law. All right. Now, what they have been doing, what the prime minister have been doing, because your prime minister has been bought, paid for by foreign occupants, i.e. Bill Gates, okay? And Bill Gates is a well-known, what they call eugenicist, meaning that he believes in population control. Now, what has been going on in the year of 2018, 2019, and 2020, starting in 2020, was a high increase in entrepreneurial wealth. A lot of people started becoming rich, started becoming wealthy, and started um, educating and teaching how to pass down land to family members, to children, and have them pass it down to their children and so on and so to keep generational wealth. Because land, land is power. Now, a corporation cannot buy or own land. You understand? Because it's not a living entity. It's a dead entity. It's not living. It's, it has to be a living, breathing man and woman. And in order to own land in one's country, you must have indigenous ties to the country or to that entire hemisphere. If you have no indigenous ties to it, you cannot leave from one side of the world and come to the next side and say that you're buying land. But if you, the people of that land, don't know who you are, I want to pay attention. If you don't know who you are, because for years, for years you have many people came and tell you that you came on a slave boat from Africa. But yet still, when you look up the coat of arms 
the original one or just go down to places like Devon House or the or the 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 um the register general's office where they have all the records and you tell them you want the original coat of arms the very first one you're going to see what they call a black man and black woman with afro hair on the coat of arms those are not africans okay so once you were tricked into stop identifying as the Arawaks of the island, because what they did was they took pictures of some tall um, Asian-looking potbelly people and said that those were the original Arawaks, but they're li they lied to you. It's called a reset in history, okay? They, they, they do this every 100 or 150 years. They, create, they do a massive reset of information. All right, and it's it, it is done by the means to trick the next generation of indigenous people out of their identity. The more and more the government gets a hold of the um of the social standing, the social order. Right now, because you don't identify no more as your indigenous self, you gave up the land. In, on which you are on because you started claiming another man's land. You claim Africa, the Africans that may claim in Jamaica or Zamaka, they're not claiming um, Hispanolia or what is called Haiti, okay? They are not claiming these things because they know that they come from the other side of the world, the, which is why when a, when a foreigner comes and buy land on their lands, and they say, well, you know what? You have to give the land back and go. That foreigner has to give the land back and go. If that foreigner doesn't give the land back, they take it because that's their birthright. And if they had a child um, that, that was born today and 20 years later, it's 20 something years old and said, well, my parents have died. I no longer agree to the contract that my parents signed with you. And my parents included me in the contract, but I was a minor. I was not able to make sound decisions, but now I want to cancel and renege that contract. That's what it is. And you have to get up off those lands and give it back up. Okay? With the Caribbean or the American um, Negroes of the Americas, majority of you identify as something that you're not so you gave up your um, ancestral um, inheritance, which is the land, okay? When you did that, the foreigners can come in and claim eminent domain, meaning no one stake, is taking claim to the land. So the land is free land, so anyone can come and claim the land because no one claims to have any form of ties back to the land, any birthright ties to the land. This is why you can see people like Bill Gates and them buy up hundreds of millions of acres of farmland and no one is saying anything because majority of you don't know who you are. And you let the very same people who have been trying to destroy you economically, genetically, um, come and tell you your, your, your history instead of you ask. When I started looking into my family history, I asked my grandmother. My grandmother said, our peoples have always been here. 
I asked my grandfather. My grandfather said the same thing. When I speak to my great-grand-aunt, she said the same thing. My grand-cousins, grand-uncles, they said the same thing. When I started doing the genealogy of the family history, it shows that our people has always been here. Now, genealogy is a tricky thing. People like to go and do the DNA test and say that's their genealogy, right? But that's a flawed system. That's a trick. DNA tests cannot tell you exactly what tribe you come from, okay? They already have you documented. They have majority of your family tree documented. All you have to do is go down to their um, their libraries. The If you're from the islands, the churches were the first record keepers. Go to the churches, the, the churches that are in the areas where your family and them come from. And you go to the register general office or what on the mainland they call the county clerk's office. And you look up your family history and you will see. And your mind will be blown that 99%, let's say 98%, it's not going to say nothing about Africa. It's going to take you into Europe and coming right back into the Americas. And the reason that of that being is because of the emergence of two kingdoms, the kingdom, the European Empire kingdom, or what they were also called the Tartarian Empire and the Gaelic Empire that came together to make one kingdom that also merged with the Amerindian peoples of the Americas. This is why you see tribesmen and tribeswomen will have a wear the sash, a red sash, an orange sash, a yellow sash around their waist. So and so people say that's Moorish dressing, but there's no such thing as a Moorish dressing. Okay. This is these are things coming from the Tartarian and the Gaelic Empire. All right. So people, I want you all to understand how deep this thing is. So let's let's just fast forward up now to today. Now the the descendants of these tribal um folks that have fallen throughout history identity changes, identity theft, so on and so. Systematically, your colonizers have did everything they can to make sure that you are at the bottom of the totem pole economically. Okay, many tricks. But what changed was when the crypt, even when the crypto market came out, a lot of folks in what they call the hood or the ghetto neighborhoods started gaining and making wealth. And what they started doing with that wealth is they started building on top of that wealth. They no longer were selling their businesses to the colonizers. They started practicing and preaching and actually doing generational wealth. So they started creating bonds, certain stocks for their children to inherit when they pass or if they say, okay, son, Okay, daughter, this is yours now. You're of so-and-so age. And they started teaching their children well. Well, what that started doing was every, every year, a rise has started happening in the new millionaire class. 
and it's a lot of melanated people. What that brings is that with wealth and with land comes power. And what these people who have been practicing particular experiments from Nazi Germany era on the melanated or Negro class people have been doing is using sold out governmental and chiefs of tribes that has sold out their people, using them to kill the economy in what they're calling this pandemic, this orchestrated pandemic. So the prime minister insinuated multiple times that um, poor people are the cause of this supposed virus, but we're not gonna get into that. So this is what he's using as an excuse everywhere there's a party being kept, okay? He's gonna shut it down because parties in Jamaica are, the, are part of the number one money maker of entrepreneurs who are promoters, okay? The young people, they have to shut down the young people from gaining generational wealth. Um, the marketplaces where mo mom and dad will leave from country to come down to sell their grocery goods that's close to the tourist sites. They have to shut it down because the colonizers own the hotels and the politicians have also investments in stock of the hotels. So the colonizers like, well, we no longer want these stalls out close to our hotels where they can also make money from the tourism business, shut it down, get rid of them so that we can corner the tourism market and regulate it to where we have the advantage. So now the hotels are going to sell the trinkets that you sell, you know, the carvings, the paintings, you know, the, the, the sweets, the cakes, the candy, the traditional candies and stuff that you would sell to a tourist to be able to make some money to go feed your family. The government now shuts that down and put the hotels or the millionaire, the billionaires who are not even from your land in charge of those things. And then they chase you up. Okay. And they'll say, well, we don't, we only did this because it's a highly contaminated area for the COVID. Right. But their friends will be throwing parties on beachfront properties, right? Tourism parties. And they don't shut those things down. Why? because the corporate government makes their money also off of tourism. So certain tourism locations, they'll say, okay, this beach is open, but that beach is closed. But if this is a pandemic and this is a virus, right? That's supposedly widely spreading. Why is it just at one beach, but it's not at the next beach? But what the indigenous people don't understand is that all those corporate policies that they're talking, don't go for you. It only goes for employees of the corporation because that's what a policy is for. Policies are for workers of the corporation. So that goes for those policies is to be enforced on the prime minister, the senators, okay, your governor generals, your presidents, your governors, your mayors, your congressmen, right? These type of people, not to you. Now, 
you in the audio, Crawford also mentioned the Constitution. Why did he mention the Constitution? Because even though the Constitution is also a corporate trust, it was created in a way where the corporation is not supposed to run amok over the people. Okay, i.e., you have the right to travel freely from point A to point B, these type of things. So that means even if a policy officer sees you and stop you and pull you over to ticket you, that is unlawful. It would be legal if you participate and contract with them. Every time they stop you, it's a contract. It doesn't matter where in the world you are. This principle of applies everywhere in the world. So people say, oh, but that's not how things go here. Yes, it is. Because there's people in the islands that has fought these cases and won these cases. Period. You just have to break up out of your fear. Now, <clears throat> when they're telling you curfew, you could leave your house. You're allowed to leave your house from 8 and 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay? From Monday to Thursday. But on Fridays from 9 p.m. to 3 p from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. you must be back in your house. But on Saturday you can be out from 5 a.m. to um 12 p.m. right? There, there's no law that that says that they they have the power to do so. Now the next audio that I'm going to play for you, it's it, it's it's all been a financial and economical sabotage to say, well, the economy has crashed, uh, we're in a recession now, and so on and so. From ever since 1962 up until present date, the politicians, both PMP and JLP, on both sides of the line, their job has to always keep a financial constraint over the indigenous people. Because when indigenous people start realizing the power and the authority that they actually have, then the corporate government no longer exists and stands no more. All right? It is imperative and it is important. Now, indigenous or sovereignty means that if to order to be fully sovereign, uh, um, to uh, be fully sovereign, let's we, we use that word for now, or fully autonomous. Okay, the contracts between you and the and the corporate body are to be null and void. Once you are on the contract with them, you're you you will never have full autonomy. You will never have full sovereignty. Your state will never be fully sovereign. It will always be in part of the corporation's control, okay? You can treaty with the corporation as far as a peace treaty, yes, but anything that you sign that you have to um, recede or what they call uh, um, give up portions of your land to them, you're not, you are not the victor or the, um, what they'll say, um, that contract didn't go your way. Let's just put it like that, right? So if you gain, if they say, okay, you, you can keep this 100,000 acres of land here, yeah? 
and you signed that treaty and you took that 100,000 acres of land. I'm going to show you how you've been getting suppressed. You took that 100,000 acres of land and you start teaching every generation after you that this is our 100,000 acres of land. But mind you, what is called um, now corporate term Jamaica, which is called Zamaka, or you could say the Phi or the sh or the she, right? Because the XI is pronounced or the XI or the XY is pronounced as Phi or she, okay? As well, the she dynasty or the she people, all right? Now, Zamaka is 28 islands. So when you took and signed a contract to say, well, you're going to only have terrain over 100,000 acres, you gave up over 200 million acres to the corporation and foreigners. You understand? So when we're when you're signing treaties that's drafted by the colonizer, you must understand what you're reading before you sign certain things. Okay. Now, understand why this is also important as proper identification. Governmental constructs or corporate construct titles which still give the corporation some say-so in on your business. Native American, yeah? More, Pan-African, Black, African-American, Maroon, okay? Um, any of these Johnny-come-lately tribal names as well, all right? Understand. What has been going on also throughout history has been a massive reset of people where they will push out an entire tribe off of their land and they'll bring in another set of people to replace them, right? Like during the gold rush when the, when the, the, the melanated Chinese them came over into the Americas, a lot of the native tribes got replaced with those people and then the, 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 people who you call European mixed mated with those people, which create what you now have today that they renamed and called a native American, a native American and an American Indian is not the same thing. And people must understand this and what they did to secure their power. They created the Indian, the, the Bureau of Indian affairs. Okay. So understand these things. All these, these constructs was created to keep you away from your land and to keep you down economically. Because if you have the economical wealth, you have the means to also purchase back your land if needs be, if that's one of the routes that you choose to go. Okay, there's many routes that one can go. All right? So... People need to understand that once you let government dictate and take away your rights through fear tactics, because what a government will do to stay in power, they will create a scenario. They will create situations to say, well, you need me, so here I am, I'm going to stay. And the longer they stay, it doesn't matter who's in power, right? If it's in the mainland, if it's a Democrat or a Republican. 
nothing better really and actually comes along because the corporation is for the corporation. They'll give you one or two things here and there, but the overall picture is the corporation is still dictating how you eat, sleep, and shit. Down to even the air that you breathe. Okay? Now, so, when you see these prime ministers, governors, presidents, talking about um, temporary shutdowns or lockdowns and you can't go to this beach and you can't, you can't tell the indigenous man that he can't travel to anywhere on lands that his ancestors came from, okay? You are of the first people. You are of the bloodline of the first people of the American hemisphere. And that goes to other tribal people anywhere in the world you are. All the Caribbean islands are a part of the Americas. They are American islands. And they are listed as such in the United Nations charters. They're listed as such even in the World Atlas maps. They are listed as such. You just have to go dig and, 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 and call these places and ask questions. And you will get the answers. You have to look up even the old maps going back to the 14, 15, 1600s. Nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is the fact that people just became ignorant to this information and no longer looks into it. So it's easy for someone to come and trick you. Because once you change the identity of the people, you then gain access to the land. Okay? No government is good government. Period. Because government is a business. This is why they deal with numbers. So when Crawford was saying, well, you know, we used to take pride in what we did. And we, used, we was on TV five to six hours a day, every day, talking about the numbers and breaking down the numbers. That's all corporate. That's, that's the stock market, the JSE, the Jamaica Stock Exchange. That's what that is. So the government can't afford for too much of the people who are considered citizens of the corporation to gain any form of financial wealth because now that flips the script on the foreign entities that are looking to come to your lands to open up businesses, buy houses, buy land, and these things. You now will have first dibs back on these things. But keep in mind, with wealth comes knowledge on our access to knowledge, easier than how it would be for like the normal person in certain fields. So you will start coming across information letting you know that a corporation cannot own property. And corporations, mega, mega corporations are the only things that are supposed to be paying taxes, not the, not the people. Corporations are, are supposed to be paying taxes, not the people. And when you're indigenous, they're not supposed to tax you for your land, nor are you to be paying mortgages to anybody. It's your land. A man can't, I can't go to China and build a business in China, then turn, turn around and tell the Chinese people, well, now you have to pay me taxes. Oh, um, since I bought this 100 acres of land here, and I opened up a business there, and now you want to build something on my 100 acres of land that I have 
that I purchased from your government. Now you going to have to pay me taxes and also you're going to have to pay me a mortgage or rent for your business. Oh, and every, every year or every time your business goes up in value, I'm going to raise your rent and your taxes on you. You understand? While, while I'm selling the same goods you're selling, I, I got the goods from the Chinese uh, 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 farms and these things, but now I'm selling it penny to a f on, the, on the dollar. Penny on the dollar. So you can't even keep up, even though you're from there, because now the, farm, the farmers and all these things now, because of the governmental um, um, links that I have with your government, they'll make it harder for you the, the natural farmer than me, right? So they'll increase taxes on you than on me to keep my foreign business going on your soil. So you are going to be, I'm your competitor and I'm going to be running you out of business So my prices is going to be a lot cheaper for the same stuff that you're selling. I could drop it for cheaper because I have cheaper labor and so on and so, and it's sanctioned by your government. It's business. And the reason being so, because each individual politician who plays a role into that corrupt state of mind, they get PC off of it. And they all also have shares in the stock exchange for that corporation. So if you want to find the United States corporation, it's, on, it's listed on Dun & Bradstreet. It has an actual address. You understand? If you want to find the Jamaica Corp, hmm, it's on the Security Stock Exchange. It has an actual address on the island of Shamaika. All right. It's there. It's an actual building that is named Jamaica. It is not the land. And this is what people need to understand. All right. See, you could you could you could tell a man, hey, since you're indigenous to this land, right? They called you many names for the people of, of Shamaika, of Samaka. Yeah. They called you Negro. They called you Indian. They call you because people keep thinking that when you hear Indian, they're talking about these people that's from what they now call India, which was originally Calcutta, right? Uh, Hindustan. Okay. No, you got to understand that there were three Indies. There are three Indies. So there's three geographical locations around the world where people are called Indians and the Americas was one. South America, North America, and all the Caribbean islands of the Americas. You are called Indians. Now Los Indios. Okay. And then you have your, that's why you are West Indians. And then you have your East Indians. And what happened is your East Indians came over in 1845, 1840, 1845, and started and opening up businesses, and they were supposed to have went back home, even though most did. But the few that stayed gained political power in your governmental structure, 
and they've been pushing you out ever since. And they've been getting financial gains and opportunity because they're backed by the country, India. They are backed by them. While your very own governmental parties are selling you out every day. Your tribal chiefs who became corrupt, selling you out every day. Okay? This is what these politicians know and you don't. All right. Yes. Yeah, um. Absolutely, brother. That man. You are. You are one hundred percent on the mark. Yes. And I like to um say thank everybody on the on the live so far. It's not much, but hey, it was the the the, the, the we're not watching the numbers right now because the whole point is the message. It's about getting the message yeah. out there, and then later on, you know, people will catch on to it. And I'm pretty sure um the viewers right now are sharing it. And thank you, thanks to the viewers for sharing the stream. But yes, as the gentleman is saying here, you you must understand what is really taking place and what has been taking place for for for, for eons. It's not just mm -hmm. in these timelines, because this timeline is also a hijack. This timeline is a is a reset timeline. Yes. So when when that goes back to when he was talking about um Tartaria and um mm -hmm. what's the other one? The old world. It was Tartaria and the other one. The uh, Gaelic Empire. The Gaelic Empire. Um, you, what you have to understand is the, the, the structure, the, the, the governmental structure was nothing like what we have now. It was all based on um, inheritance, um, what you call it, um, kingship, right? Kingship? Kingship? Mm -hmm. Kingship. And everything was based upon generational wealth. So our people have it structured already the, the blueprint was already there for us who are the heirs right how to function amongst other tribal um people across the entire earth not just the yeah. americas but across the entire earth because we as a people we traveled as well and don't think when you say travel you just talk about we just jump in a canoe and keep it moving no, it was big. It was beyond even that the thought of just a canoe. Not saying a canoe didn't exist, but that was, of course, after the great disaster. What, the, you know, and, you know, we're going to get into that into another live stream as well. Because we have yeah. to we have to bring that over um, that information so the people can understand that a lot of this textbook stuff that you've been reading is completely and, and, and intentionally was put there to throw you completely off so you could actually um, abandon the greatness of what your ancestors built, right? Yeah. Which we call the mm -hmm. antediluvian, the antediluvian world. The antediluvian world was the pre-mud flood world, the world before the floods, the, the pre-Noah world, what you call the time, the time before Noah, and then after that, and, and then after the uh, post mud flood, which is the, which is the post post, we call it the post antediluvian world. Yeah, I think about, I think they have another word, the, the diluvian world, the diluvian world, was the world before the antediluvian world. So the antediluvian world is the, um, no, I have it wrong. The diluvian world was the world after. The Diluvian world was the world after. So we are in the Diluvian world. The Diluvian world is the reset. The, so 
when Brother X is talking about these resets, these cons constant resets, resets like every 70 to 150 years, they'll have these resets, resets, resets. They come in with some kind of, either the, the last time was the Spanish flu, no, they have what the corona or the, the so-called yeah. COVID, whatever yeah, they call it. What 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 people need to realize is that they always release some form of supposed virus or plague upon you. But while you're distracted with that, they're changing all the books. You see, right now, a lot of libraries are still closed. You can't go into them. A lot of city halls, a lot of county um, registered general's office, county clerk's office. They're still closed. You can't go down there into them. And what did Andrew Holness told you guys that the 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 twenty I think it's what twenty million dollars that Bill Gates gave to him that he put it into the library to digitize books. Well, when they can digitize those books and retype them out and put them on an archive on the internet, they can alter certain things that are in the original book and and alter the typed out version. So you'll be reading the book, but certain things will be changed in the book. And you, you wouldn't know because the original book doesn't exist anymore because they've destroyed it. Or they have replaced the original book with a rewrite that they're restocking back on the shelves of the libraries. And their excuse for you not being able to go into the library is, oh, COVID. So we have to keep this area closed and or quarantined off. Absolutely, brother. Yeah. And, and as I said, library. Remember, you know, you remember I could go to the library and every before the, the whole this stuff started, this chaotic stuff started, you know, before you know every minute I would be in the library. Remember, I would be in that yeah. library right down the street from yeah. where I am. And stick yeah. up in right there again. So when you talk about the government um libraries and the government, those structures that you're looking at, those structures, those government structures, do, no, I wouldn't say government structures, those actual the, structures, the, yes. Mm -hmm. Those are the what you call the the, the antediluvian, which are, which are, which are, which are, which were, that's what I was just saying just now. The antediluvian world. Those are from the antediluvian world, the pre-mud flood world. It's just those are just the structures that they managed to excavate from under the mud, and all those yeah. structures belongs to us, the heirs of these lands, because our ancestors were the ones who built those structures. So yeah. don't don't think of it like we were we was in some little mud huts, and they come they come over and we always in loin cloths and all these things. No, it wasn't like that before the mud flood. So these building like a white house, the citadel in Haiti, right? The um the mm -hmm. exposition building them like you have the exposition building them in like Jamaica, the exposition building them in a, in a Texas, Utah, all these places. Those structures. Now, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, brother. People, keep in mind. That the, the French, the Spanish, the Brits, they didn't come here and build nothing. What they've been doing is they've just been digging these things, like our brother said, out of the mud. And there are, they, there are governmental records, archaeological pictures to prove these things. That's all they've been doing. And a lot of the buildings, they didn't even dig, dig them out all the way. A lot of the buildings that you're walking through now, these stone um, massive stone concrete buildings and you think that's the doorway you're walking through that's actually the window you're walking through but it was so the windows are so big and the buildings were so big that they couldn't even bother to dig out the whole building they dug it part way um plotted off back the land and turned that window into a doorway 
and and say say you you walk in you're walking on the floor you you'll be actually on like the third or the fourth floor of the building and then the basement will go down for oh exactly and that and that go back to even the church the very same church that kept your records those churches that kept your records those churches are antediluvian um spiritual centers centers that tunes your frequency because what those churches are, they are actually harnessing the, the electricity out of the, the air. So that's why every, yeah. most of these churches, you have this, uh, you see like the, 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 the two um, fang, them go up in the air. Those fangs are, you will see a building with the, the copper, the copper roof or the golden roof, like where I'm at, right? The, the library where I'm at, there's a, there's a Tartarian building down there and it's copper. The roof is copper. The yeah. city, the, the the major city where close to where I where I'm at, the governmental building there is gold. The top of that building is gold, and I don't know if you ever see them Taj Mahal looking building. That's yeah. how that government building look, and it's not far from here, right? Yeah. And this is how most of the structures looked all across the earth, right? Yeah. So you call the Tower of Babel. When the Tower of Babel, that's that's a, that's a code. That's just the Babel. That's a code word of before before the flood. Now, what, what people what people should also understand is this, yeah. The gold and silver making out of the the domes of the buildings, the copper making, was the it tunes with your frequency and with the frequency of the portion of the landmass in which you're from, right, or in which you're on on which you are on. Now today, if you jump forward to today, right now today, matter of fact, let's 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 keep it back there. The Stalin era, or um, what they call a Marxist, yeah, these people who are trained Marxists are the Stalin era of, of um, communist Germany or Europe at the time. You'll go back and you'll watch old black and white footages, footage, footage of um, people supposedly protesting in the streets. But pay attention to these footages during these eras. You'll see that you'll have people on top of the domes of the churches, these synagogues, these mosques, and they're cutting down what seems to what you think is a cross, but it's an actual antenna to harvest the energy right from out of the atmosphere. What they were doing, what the ancestors were doing, they were harvesting frequency because frequency, frequency is free. It's power, energy that you don't have to pay for. And when they harvest that frequency through these great buildings, they redistribute it back throughout the city to, to your homes for free. Now, today, the colonial forces had devised where they'll run that same technology, but they're not doing it where they're harvesting the free frequency out of thin air. They're doing it to where these things are ran through a power plant. They created these type of um, 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 radioactive um, sequences that will that's supposed to make these power plants actually continue running, right? But now it's polluting your drinking water because, again, they need to shorten your lifespan and all these things. So now here goes your drinking water. Your drinking water is poisoned because now if you do your research for those who are on the mainland, damn near every power plant on the mainland has been leaking a thing called tritium for over 20 something years in the drinking water supply 
and what these hired scientists that works for the corporation, which is a conflict of interest, is going to tell you that it's in small doses, so it's not going to do you any harm. But if you drop, if you if you get a vial and you drop little droplets of bleach in your mouth, right, every six hours for two days straight, not even two days straight, for a day and a half, you're going to drop dead. You understand? So even though it's little doses, it's still radiation. Okay? So no one knows the adverse or the side effects that it's having on you throughout the years of you consuming that water. Right? Now, not only now is it poisoning your drinking water, which they also got you, the indigenous man and woman, paying a water bill monthly when you're not supposed to. They now charge you an electric bill, right? For because you notice every power plant is on the shores, it's on the it's by the water. Why is it by the water? Because they get that electrical energy power from the water. You understand? So they're charging you for something that the creator gave to you for free, right? And if you understand your indigenous identity to the land, then you know that these constructs, these things, as, as these type of bills, don't go for you. Now, a so-called indigenous person would say, well, why not? These people, that person built that, that power plant, and they, no, they didn't. Only thing they did was alter these buildings on the inside. They didn't build nothing. They came. These buildings were empty because of years of warfare, and there was a massive flood, and there was a massive earthquake disaster that happened. So a lot of these places either became buried or abandoned, and all they did was move right into your shit. That's all they did. And then they fortified an alliance with other European nations that were looking to colonize the Americas, all right? And the, those alliances, along with the, um, the Asian countries, their alliances still stand to this very day. Okay, so what they do is they keep you away from particular land masses throughout the Americas while they're still digging out these buildings. And then when they finish cleaning them up, they say, oh, look, look what this uh, uh, um, contractor has built and look at this house and it's valued over 20 something million dollars. Who wants to come and buy it? It's yours. These are your ancestors homes. Okay, yes. this is why I tell people. Your, your family name, or what you call their clan name, your surname, it's not a slave master's name. And if you do the research for that name, you'll see just how much has been taken away from you. Go yes. ahead, bro. And this explains and why you think they finally all make heads, heads under the mud. Because these are the empires that was already established, right? So all they're doing is pulling all our shit out the mud. That get covered under the mud, the earthquake, the the the, the um the liquefaction of the, the earth, cause the earth liquefied cause of the sound waves. Whatever it was, yeah. it was it was something of sound that liquefied the earth and collapsed the earth, and then the floods come in. Right? Well, it was, it's, it was, it's, it's a technology it's a they use. Yes, yes. The weapon, and that's what they're using to hit Haiti with those constant earthquakes and tornadoes, right? Because you can't have the whole island, which is Hispanolia or Haiti, and now they call half of it the Dominican Republic, but all the major hits from the storms are only happening in Haiti. Why is that? Because the crown and the scepter of Belthazar, one of the great kings 
of not only the Americas, but of the European empires to show you your, 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 your ties, that crown and scepter. It's right now still in the Haitian archives right now today. And majority of the archival records of that entire land is over on that side of the island. And that's, that's, that's the side where majority of these storms are consistently hitting because they're trying to bury those buildings with those records. Understand this, right? So, people, yeah, wake up. And remember that the, um, also that pyramid that's offshore of Cuba, off the shore of Cuba, and the uh, Port Royal, right? Port Royal, sunk, yeah, right? Port Royal. Yes. Yeah. And what they that do, they hijack the whole timeline until it's sinking, whatever, 16, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I think oh, the whole wait, wait. thing went under the, during the, the antediluvian period. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they just and moved in. They just moved in. They never built anything. None of these structures they built. They just moved in. They're moving their shit. Yeah, can I remember. Remember the the the. I think it was you the document that you shared with me where you showed me exactly when they changed the timeline, like to the twelve hundreds and these things. Yes, because before yes. It was like J. J757 yes. and yeah. Yes, and and right. then and then King um Pope Gregory is what who, who the one who cast the spell on you, man. He's the one who cast that big, big spell and switched the time to a thousand years ahead. Because what happened was the damage was so bad, he was a thousand years behind. That's how terrible the damage was. So so they, they just add they just bump it up to a thousand years ahead, and then now they're just coming out back with the technology that you already had a thousand years. Prior. Yeah. I'm yeah. giving it to you so, acting like it's new. It's nothing is new. No, okay. nothing. You ever heard them say nothing new underneath the sun and the moon? There's nothing new. Right? All this technology, electric cars, all these things have been around. They've we've had them. Right? So they show you pictures of you running around with grass um crowns on your head and feathers and and, and and like our brother said, line cloths and stuff, but and living in huts and teepees and these things. But what they don't show you is the massive buildings, the great halls, the 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 buildings where the ceilings are aligned with gold, silver, copper, these things. Now our brother mentioned Port Royal. Now you know the government, the corporate government of um Jamaica is planning to do an unveiling of a tourism site of Port Royal that goes down under the water. So what you're going to see is what they left behind now cuz you know they robbed everything. They 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 created a pact with Canada and Africa and all these other um Asian and China that certain parts of the ocean the indigenous people can no longer dive in to go fishing in or even go in while these people were stealing the gold doubloons from the bottom of the ocean, the, the huge crystal fits um, spares that was used to harvest the energy for Port Royal to feed um, the island of Shamaica. Because when you look up, when you go and you're going to start seeing that tourism attraction, what you're going to see is great spiral towers, um, carved stone lions, right? And the lions is on top of this... Um, this great hall step with a massive trumpet, uh, uh, um, trumpet um, type of system. And you can see that it's an electrical system. 
then you're going to see um on the 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 um the the, the, the spires yeah on those which you're going to see you're going to see carvings right of right ancient writings and some of these writings they look um tartarian right they 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 look like tartarian writings you understand so it's a lot that you're going to see that's going to be unveiled and what's been going on is that these foreigners have been trying to take credit for that right the spanish in the spanish very own records they told you that they came and saw these buildings already here in the spanish in the spanish own records and mind you the spanish are supposed to be the first invaders right those black ladinos are supposed to be the first invaders who they call moors or moorish supposed to be the first invaders of the americas okay they told you they came and they saw these great buildings here when you go back and and start digging up old records of these native americans talking they told you that they came and god left those buildings here for them if you're the first people why would god leave buildings uh, uh, these buildings here for you you understand the irony one the irony irony it gets better it's get it gets so, so much better people understand what is being taken away from you right now right because when you watch their movies now today they're showing the melanated man and woman fighting against each other while the melanated woman is pining over another another species of human or a race of human or whatever you want to call it right and and the melanated home or the 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 tribal home is being broken apart right cuz mommy and daddy's always at odds with each other but they're truly happy when they're with the opposite race like pay attention to what's going on then you're going to start seeing in these shows where they're going to show a lot of pale females now giving birth to dark skin babies what that goes in that goes into the nazi germany research that is being continued today by a woman called Jennifer Doudna that has told you on TED Talks that has over 28 million subscribers on YouTube TED Talks that she has created a thing where she can make a black rat produce only white rats or lighten out the complexion of the rat right and if you go and you research what has been taking place in China for the past 30 years they've also been doing this research all right and if you look at these geographical locations that these people come from you and you and you type in the melanated for and you and you start researching well what happened to the melanated people of these lands and that's a good question to ask now you put two and two together with that research that they've been doing and you'll see that either they lightened out the comp the, the the population or they genocided the population because your existence your existence being the descendants of the first man and woman your existence is key that you are the original heirs of this portion of the earth okay and they need to wipe that out they need to get rid of that or dilute the bloodline as much as they can by getting you to go outside of the melanated look if you want to date whatever race people that's fine 
You know, if it's your choice, freely and truly, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just I'm just laying out a pattern of to what these people have been doing for generations because it takes three to four generations to breed you out of existence. Okay. So pay attention. All right, look, you see American Arawak's um profile picture right now on here. You see that the, you see these are what's in the archival records. This is how they had the people of the Americas looking. Okay. Now you hear melanated and you're thinking, well, black man, black woman, but there's many different um races of melanated people. You had Asian looking melanated people, okay. Um, the original Europeans was also of a brown, dark of you complexion, and so on and so. All right. You had, yeah, you, different you had phenotypes. Yeah, yep. different phenotypes. Different of phenotypes. Of yep. So you had some with thick, woolly hair. You had some with soft, curly hair. And you had some with straight hair. You had some with red hair. You had some with blonde hair. Okay. And all these people, melanated people of the world, They've mixed, they've combined together, but because of beliefs and ideologies, why lots of tribes stayed separated from other tribes, okay? Well, not lots, but some tribes just stayed separated because of belief and ideology. So if you're for world peace and this next tribe is for dom um, control and dominance of all, you're going to stay separated from them. You're not going to want anything to do with them for the most part unless you're trading in business, okay? Um, if you're for nature, you're for protecting the earth, um, making um, organic medicines, herbs, these things. But this tribe is for burning down, destroying, and making organic into synthetic. You're going to stay away from them. So even though they might be your distant cousins, their ideology and your ideology are not the same. So you have to stay true to who you are so you stay away from them. You understand? So I just wanted to throw that in there as well so that people can actually understand that Polynesian, the Polynesian Negroes, they mixed with the other folks of the Caribbean, which mixed with the folks of the mainland, and then the folks of South America coming down into North America and so on and so. Now, when folks go back into the Arawak Empire, the Arawak Empire was damn near the entire Americas. And there's been a push into getting that name out of the history books that I've been seeing. They came with Taino. They came with Pan-African, African-American. They came with Maroon. They came with Moor, right? But on their documentations, they'll have Arawaks in their documents. But publicly, when they're talking, they don't mention that. You understand? Yep. Sound like some so, people in Manu. Yep. <laughs> so people, <laughs> people, I'm telling you, man, pay attention. Now, let me play the other audio, right? The other audio that backs up um, what I was saying that what all these politicians have been doing is unlawful. It's illegal. All these shutdowns is illegal, right? Well, let me play this here. Hold on. Give me a second.
Yeah, shout out to the viewers. Thank you for viewing. Hope you share the stream. Um, we're gonna have many more streams like this. And remember, please check out Stabby Media. Stabby Media is our indigenous platform, right? Away from all mm -hmm. the Facebook, away from all the YouTubes, away from all of that. We want to be yeah. um independent with our um media, so to speak, media, for lack of a better term. Yeah. So then we have stop. yeah, go ahead. We have um more uploads coming for the podcast, um Shatabi Media podcast, right? So we have more uploads coming for that, coming for um for it as well. All right. But let me play this here, right? Now, even 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 Hemok I see now pushing about Arawak are changing more so from the Moorish ideology onto now more a more indigenous ideology of the Americas. You understand? Because this is important. Now, I'm not an advocate for Hemok. I, I, I don't trust him, right? Because we kind of understand what he's doing. But at the same time, I cannot deny that the information that the man is pushing out is also bullshit. I can't say that it's bullshit because it's not. But here we go. Let's play this this audio here. I have to say, beloved, I have been concerned with some of the statements coming out from the political leadership of different Caribbean nations about the vaccines for COVID-19. And this discussion on making it mandatory by law to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Let us examine that for a moment. Because there appears to be a very broad misunderstanding of how these kind of situations can be handled constitutionally by the arrangements that we have established through our Westminster political system, but also through us being part of the United Nations global community, the kinds of treaties and signatories that we have been a part of. In regards to mandating vaccines, CARICOM countries have agreed to something called the ICCPR, the International Convention on Civil and Political Rights. This is a United Nations treaty that was ratified on September 6, 1991. It became law in December 1991. Article 7 of this international covenant on civil and political rights says no one will be subjected without their free consent to medical or scientific experimentation. Now, this United Nations Convention, the ICCPR, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, is a multilateral treaty adopted by the United Nations General Assembly Resolution 2200A on December 16, 1966, and became enforced from March 23, 1976, in accordance with Article 49 of the Covenant. This covenant by the United Nations was drafted in consideration of the crimes against humanity committed by Nazi Germany against the Jews. Listen and think 
Article 4.2 of this United Nations Treaty says the rights can only be limited, quote, in time of public emergency, which threatens the life of the nation. Put a bookmark right there. Because, of course, we would say, and some of the politicians have been saying, well, it's a public health emergency. Therefore, you can introduce certain laws constitutionally, like a state of emergency with the suspension of constitutional rights, and take measures that would not be enacted under normal circumstances. We accept that. But let's continue to educate ourselves by reading on. And I'll backtrack on that last part. According to Article 4.2, these rights that they're talking about can only be limited in times of public emergency, which threatens the life of the nation. And we could say that right now with COVID-19, we're in a state of public emergency and lives are being threatened. Good. But let's read on. And even then, no derogation is permitted from the rights to life, freedom from torture, and slavery, the freedom from retrospective law, double jeopardy, going back to try a case that has already been tried, the right to personhood, freedom of thought, conscience, religion, and, and I'm putting another bookmark there, and I'm backtracking, because these here, this part, Article 4.2 of this United Nations Covenant, is saying, look, we all have human rights. We all have civil rights. But in the case of a public health emergency, we can curtail some of those rights. But these are the rights that public health emergency or no public health emergency, you cannot curtail these particular rights. So it does not matter what. It could be a pandemic. It could be a flood, a drought, it could be an earthquake, volcano eruption, it could be an alien attack from outer space. These rights here in Article 4.2 must not be touched. And those rights, that regardless of what crisis is happening, that will always remain intact according to the United Nations, ICCPR, Covenant, R. Rights to life, pandemic or no pandemic, you still have right to life. Freedom from torture and slavery. Doesn't matter who, what, doesn't matter how bad the economy gets, how many people are dropping dead, how many people are getting sick, how much people are piled up in the hospital. You cannot subject someone to torture or slavery. Freedom from retrospective law. The right to prison, you're still a human being. No matter what kind of crisis the state is going through. All right. So now, hold on. Freedom. Let's play the rest. Freedom of thought. Freedom of oh. conscience. Freedom of religion. No matter what crisis there is, your religion must be respected. And freedom from medical or scientific treatment without consent. Again, I emphasize that according to the United 
political rights, a United Nations treaty that was originally brought into effect through the multilateral treatment adopted by the General Assembly Resolution 2200A on December 16, 1966, but enforced on March 25, 1976. Caribbean nations became signatories to it September 6, 1991, and it outlines our human rights, our freedoms, our civil rights, our right to religion, thought, freedom of conscience and expression. And it says that regardless of what crisis, health emergency, or other abnormal circumstance the, the society may be in, we are guaranteed this list of rights, which includes freedom of religion and freedom from medical or scientific treatment without consent. Okay. Now, when he's also talking about the mental state of mind and he's talking about torture, you're in a state of torture now today because they have you under um, duress. You cannot go visit your mother. And if your mother is in Haiti, you can't go to Haiti unless you go do a COVID test. And now we're making it mandatory that you have to take this vaccine, right? So now you can't go visit your family until you go do a COVID test. And some people were being told that it was mandatory for them to get vaccinated, which wasn't true. And a lot of people went ahead and got vaccinated off of that, off of that, that, um, that blank threat, right? They can't mandate nothing. It's only through submission of the people can they get away with these mandates. Now, on the psychological, on the mindset of the person psychologically, this is torture. Because if everywhere you go, they're telling you that you're not going to be able to do this, you're not going to be able to do that, you have to stay six feet apart, social distancing, you can't go on the airplane until you do this, until you do that, and you have to wear this mask, even though they told you that the mask caused respiratory damage, the mask caused damages to your lungs. The mask does that when you're wearing the mask, okay? When you're wearing the mask, outside of the environment in which it's supposed to be worn. These masks are supposed to be worn in dust-filled environments when you're on the work uh, 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 um, shift, okay? In the work environment, construction, plumbing, welder, so on and so, people who deals in a dusty environment every day or with um, certain particular type of toxic fumes, okay? The mask is not at a level to where even if there was a virus, it would be able to stop it because the, the filtration of the mask is a 0.3. The size or the particles of the, of the virus is a 0.1. So the mask won't stop anything. So when you hear all these medical experts telling you to still wear a mask, you have to look into them. Okay? Look into them. Who do they work for? What, 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 um, medical boards are they a part of? And you see that they're a part of the very same medical boards of the people who are selling you the vaccine. So they need you to wear the mask and these things to keep you in a state of, uh, 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 of um, keep, to keep a state of chaos going, right? So that you believe that, you know, well, you wear the mask, so on and so, as soon as you get this over and done with, they're gonna free up everything and everything is gonna go back to normal only to start hearing them say that they're looking to introduce a vaccine passport. So now you can't go to the grocery store 
now unless you show that vaccine passport where a stranger who's a receipt checker is going to go scan that vaccine passport and know your entire medical history, which is something that's supposed to be private under the, what is it, the Hippocratic Oath? The Hippocratic Oath, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the doctors have took a Hippocratic Oath. And I only, the, under the, um, they have other, uh, um, the medical um, um, acts too that prohibit um, the use of your information without your consent. Yes. So, HIPAA, how they how yeah HIPAA. HIPAA, yes 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 how they how they are now getting your consent is through fear tactics now if you listen to Damian Crawford in the audio that I played earlier when he was talking about um how they're saying that the parties are a cause of the spike in the virus but they didn't say that their political uh, um campaigns also caused the virus to spike you know why they didn't say that? You know why? Because then they would also have blame to why there's a spike in this supposed virus. But this is where people need to put two and two together. The numbers are fake. And they fake the numbers because the government, the corporate government gets an incentive of each of you that takes that vaccine. So they're getting paid. You understand? They're getting paid. Just like how the hospitals get paid more money for each of you that go get vaccinated or for each of you that they claim has COVID. Do you understand? Now, we've been telling you from last year that uh, that even that, um, well, we're not going to get into the COVID thing. Let's, we're going to leave that alone. But we're just using showing you that these are the things that they use to get your consent. It's fear tactics, right? So you are consenting right now to if you call Pfizer, Moderna, all these places, they'll tell you that this is an experimental phase, an experimental vaccine. Bro, bro. Okay. Yeah. Big, yeah, my wife just said suggest something to me. You remember, like up to a year ago, they was pushing the census, 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 census. Yeah. So my, my wife just um suggested to me that. Maybe the reason why they even okay, come up with all um vaccination um card or the whatever you call it the, the account they open a vaccination account for you is is, a, is a, like an alternative census to keep track of you to tr keep track of the yeah. population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence the vaccine. Because remember, you know, um us as island people, they we don't have an ethnic um identifying mark on our identification cards, our passports, visas, whatever you want to call it. They can't put us as black on these things. So because from for years, they've been training you to accept the identity as, a, uh, as black, right? To accept this title of black and African-American and, and African-Jamaican and these things. What they did now in the 2020-21 census, they snuck that in on the census records for you to go click off and wrongfully identify something that you're not. You understand? Majority of people from the Caribbean who's originally from the Caribbean, your ancestors are have South American and North American ties and they are a part of the Arawakan empire. So when you identify as something outside of that, you gave up your inheritance to the land. 
And this is why you see so many foreign people coming in and buying up lands because the more and more you're out there screaming black this and black that and so on and so you're saying this is not our land. We the our ancestors is not from here. Right? So when you're saying these things, you are giving up what your ancestors fought to protect. You understand? So you gave up all of your inheritance, your hereditament, as they will call it. And when you gave up your rights to the land, you gave up your rights. With land comes wealth and power. Without land, you have no wealth and there could be no power without land. And that's now you fall underneath the category of what is called a citizen. Citizens don't own land. You can't own land. You're, you are underneath the corporate jurisdiction. You are vessels for the corporation, serfs. That's, that is what a citizen is. So when people say, I'm proud to be a citizen, they don't know what they're talking about. When the prime minister comes in, uh, and says, well, the citizens of Jamaica, he's calling you corporate property. But you notice how the, the maroon state is separated from the Jamaica Corp in a way. In a way, right? Because they're still intertwined with the Jamaica Corp, right? Because they are still in their house of parliament. But on documentations, they still re retain certain forms of sovereignty, right? You got to pay attention, people. Pay attention. They, they enforce all those policies and shutdowns on everything outside of what they consider to be maroon community. When you're going through a shutdown, the maroons and them walking around freely up in their territory. No curfew, no nothing, party and all them things there. Right? So in a stand. So if that, if that Jamaica court policy don't go for them, what makes it go for you? Because you are the people who stop identifying with your ancestral identity and started calling yourselves Jamaicans and um, United States citizens and these things. And those are corporate um, capacities. Those are corporate identifiers. So you're identifying as property of the corporation. Now, who owns the corporation? The corporation is owned by the, the, the now royal family of Europe, the Rothschilds, the Bilderbergs, the Gates, right? This is why Bill Gates has so much say-so, okay? He's not a medical expert, but he could come and say one bag of bullshit, and the, world, and the, and the corporate world turns on what he's saying. You understand? The Ford Foundation, the Fords, these folks who have hijacked these names, like the Rothschild name is a hijacked name. The Rothschilds were originally a Negro family. This is why the, 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 the statue of the Negro man with the rope around his neck with the Rothschild's um, coat of arms, coat of arms, holding it. That's, the, that's, that's what the original Rothschild is. You understand? But anywho... These are the people who now owns the corporate, the corporations. All right, has nothing to do with the indigenous man and woman. Understand this.
So every time you participate in voting in their elections, you're saying that you're property of the corporation and you're voting for your next mommy and daddy to take um, power so that they can dictate your life to you, of how you move, how you feed your family, so on and so. So under the jurisdiction, if you're under the jurisdiction of the corporate state, they could shut you down. They could tell you don't leave your house. They could put police and soldiers in your community and say, if that person step outside that gate, shoot them down dead. Because you're a person. You're not a natural person. There's many different types of persons. You have your artificial person. You have your persons. You have your natural person. Natural person is the natural living, breathing man. Persons can mean that corporation. You understand that corporate entity. Artificial persons means the same thing, that corporate entity, corporation. You see how this works? And all of this comes back down into financial standing, economical standing, uh, 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 and, and comes back down into what they can and cannot tell you to do. So what do you, what do you identify as? Every man can now, every island person that has their ethnicity blank, right? Now they'll try to tell you that your nationality is Jamaican. Jamaica is not a nationality. Jamaica is a corporation, okay? Period. The tribal identity of the island or the region of which you are from, that is the nationality, all right? So we say we're Arawaks, we have the Arawakan Empire. Our nationality is Arawak. Okay. Yeah, just like how you said the English speak right. So ex example now. The English English is what? An uh, an, an an adjective to England. Um German mm -hmm. is Germany German is an adjective to German. Well, just like that. No. We speak collectively across the Americas from the region more so known as the Caribbean, what they call the Caribbean now, um, which is the Atlantic Ocean, that, with, with that open area right there, uh, mm -hmm. along the east coast of the North America, come right down, back down into South America, and pass up even the, Central the, America. The, the American Hemisphere. The yes. American hemisphere. Yes. Yeah. So collectively, as a people, we spoke what was known as the Arawakan language. So just like what you say, they say English and you have England and they call them English people. They identify with mm -hmm. them language. The language is their custom, the way of communication. So now we, as the people, the Arawakan people, saying that we are Arawaks, meaning we are of, we speak this similar languages are. We, we, we overstand each other, understand or understand each other, communicate, mm -hmm. or we, we, we communicate with each other. So that's all it is. No, no, people, I want people to understand something. You see all these um, religious books that you have, the, the Quran, the Bible, the Torah, the Hadith, the Kiba Nagasta, these things, um, down to even what they call the Kemetic Book of the Dead. All these books have prophets that have come and gone. I have told you of these things that were to come, these things that are happening now, and showed you how to get up out of it. It is for you to read with understanding. 
of what it is that you are reading because the answers to what you are looking for are in these books. Okay? So pay attention, people. Some people say, oh, I don't want to read the Bible because, you know, King James rewrote that and it's been rewritten so many times. But within that book, it tells you how to get up out of this and how to even process the documentations and the paperwork of how to get up out of this. Within the Quran, it's the same thing because all the prophets from the Quran are also in the Bible. We need to stop being ignorant and realize that when they're saying out of out of one, many, yeah? It's many houses, religious houses, but it's one most high. Understand that. And a, a Muslim would tell you one God, a Christian would tell you one God, a Catholic would tell you one God, a Hebrew would tell you one God, okay? A Hindu would tell you one God. They all tell you one God. So pay attention, man. The principle, basic principles of life goes to anything, anything that you are doing, All right? So, yeah, brother, like, it's it's a lot out there. It's a lot of information out there. It's a lot out there for people to take in. It's It can be overwhelming if you are doing too much. Just take it one step at a time, okay? One step at a time. Understand your family history. You don't need to go look up Martin Luther King's family history, Malcolm X family history, Marcus Garvey's family history. Look up your family history. Then when you learn that, anything else outside of that, then you could go dab into anything else outside of that. Okay? Because I've come, I'm coming across lands that the corporate government of Jamaica stole, and said that my family signed over those lands to them as a gift. Who gives government, uh, uh, um, their land as a gift for them to turn around and tax you back on your own land? Who in their right mind would do that? You understand, people? And some of these lands are some of the biggest tourist attraction sites in Jamaica. What they call Jamaica today. Eminent domain, brother. That's when we have to ourselves Jamaicans. That's what happened. And that's what them done tricking at the Jamaican um um fictitious character. And then mm -hmm. now they turn around and stock stocks the Jamaican because the Jamaican is a creature of their statutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not an actual man or a woman, it's just a it's just um a, pers a personification of something of a placeholder, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, exactly. it's like a sleeve. It's a you have in a sleeve, and them them control that sleeve. So eminent domain exactly. come when you when you when you abandon your your true your true roots. Um, adapt what it, adapt what was given to you by a foreign entity, and then the foreign entity turn around and tax you upon your own land under the guise yep. of being a citizen. You and, know? and under the guise of law. Yes, legally. Yeah, legally. Legally. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's so true, brother. But it's it's it was important for us to do this live because um 
every 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 time we put up particular informations on the platforms that we had on YouTube or have, they shut down the um the streams, right? And they slapped the the channels with strikes. So I lost my main channel. I still have um my backup channel, but I can't go live on the backup channel um right now because I don't have the means to go live on it. All right. But we do have and what we're pushing is the podcast. We're pushing the podcast site, right, which is um Shatabi Media. And that's X T A B I M E D I A. And we are on iTunes, we're on um iHeart, we're on um Spotify, Encore, um uh, what is it called? Is it um something mini? Oh, I forgot. We're on we're on about ten different platforms and stations. All those you can platforms. Find us on- yeah, we're on all those retail online platforms that you could think of. Yes. We're I'll on all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. So um you can find us on the like I said, Spotify, iTunes, Encore. You just type in the name, it will come up on there. All right. Um yeah. So you know, uh we we closing out now, bro. Yeah, man. I, 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 we're almost two hours in now. Why not? You know, we're, kind of, we're closing, we're closing um, thoughts, you know. What are we say, you know? Well, may I'll start with saying, people, know thyself, you know. Don't let nobody outside of yourself try to tell you and dictate to who you are. You, you, you know it for yourself. Study it like a book. Just like you take up a textbook and read in school, go do your research on who you are. Just like how you're dedicated and getting that master's degree, right? You all like to go to college, right? And try to get that master's degree as how you like to call it. And that's the highest degree you can think of. Well, you must get gain the highest degree in knowing who you are. Because attaining such a master's degree and knowing that and not knowing who you are is pointless. You're just a you're just like a, a what do you call it now? You just a you just a walking bot. It's like a bot. And you, you, you know what you know what happening to the bots right now? They have they have magnetic strips tagged to them. Those are the mm-hmm. bots. The one who walk around mm-hmm. with magnetic strips tagged to them. And you put a piece of metal close to them, it, it's it's stuck to them. That's a bot. That ain't no that's not a man around with you or a woman anymore. That's a bot. That's a transhuman. Mm-hmm. That's that's an epigenetic type of species. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So exactly. <laughs> you can play around and come study a your your arm, your master's degree in a, in a, in your prestigious colleges and don't know who you who the hell you are and see if you end up like a bot with magnets exactly. sticking up to on your arms. Exactly. Yeah. Um but I want what I want to say is people I want to point something out to the people. When you see all these things that's happening now, yeah that that means they they have become a great decrease in crime. Crime rate has fallen. Drug addiction has fallen. A lot of things has that was in the negative that was plaguing us have was falling. So what happens when they give you a pandemic and they shut down your jobs, your work environment, your hustle, right? as even being a, a local street vendor. What happens when they shut those things down? Stress takes over. 
households that were united now becomes divided. Homes are now broken apart. Family structures are destroyed. And when the stress level hits to another level, people now start turning to opioids, getting addicted to certain form of drugs or alcohol, right? Then now from that comes what? The increase in crime, increase in robberies, murder. You understand? These things. Now, what does this have to do with anything? If crime rate falls and continues falling, then the, the, the size of the policy officer's department, they have to do cutbacks and it has to decrease. That $25 million, $50 million, $100 million a year funding that they'll get from those private corporations will no longer be needed. You understand? So in order for them to stay in business at full capacity, they need to create chaotic situations so that you can say you need them. Okay, which then will give them the excuse to come with a whole bunch of draconian laws to take away your rights underneath the guise of they're protecting you from you. <laughs> right? Yes, bro. <laughs> so, so, people, I implore you wake up, open your eyes. Okay, this thing, this thing isn't going anywhere. But you could subdue it a great deal if you just focus on building back with your family, staying strong during particular times that, that is here and that are still to come because you, you have not seen anything yet. Okay. Um, it's a lot of things, information coming out, being exposed now about the lies that these people were telling. All right. Like me and Arawak platform, the things that we touch on, I watch Russell Brand and all these other major platforms touch on the same thing. And they don't take down their platforms, but they took down, they took down mine. They strike his two strikes. I mean, one more strike, they'll take his platform away from him. And the reason being why they did that is because the predominant number one target for their scientific experiment has always been the indigenous man and woman. All right. You have always been the number one target for their experiment. This is why you hear the governor of New York, Cuomo, can say, well, um, the African-American communities is going to be the hardest hit or is the hardest hit. This is why you can hear the prime minister of Jamaica say poor people are the high, at higher risk to get the virus than anywhere else. You understand? Because those are predominantly the darker view, brown of you populated communities. You understand the folks who have the strongest indigenous blood ties. Okay. So understand how deep this thing here runs. So when you can unite with your family and build with your family, even if you don't understand the information, don't rule it out. Especially if you've seen it work in some cases. Yeah especially if you've seen it work, do not rule it out. Don't let your ignorance overcloud um, a chance of getting being one of the, the, the families or tribes that are not um, caught up in this game um, that these corporations are playing with people's lives. Once you could come together as a family, create a grow house, certain things like that, then if the community is strong, 
you can come together now with the community and build on that level as well. But you secure home first before you secure anywhere else. Okay. Um, on another note, sorry, Pop. Sorry, brother. No, learn, go ahead. Go ahead. So learn, y'all learn how to grow food. You're gonna need yep. to learn how to grow food. It's not it's not gonna be an option anymore. It's gonna be a need. Yep. Because let me say, go ahead, brother. Let me let me show you guys something. In the islands now and in, in in portions of the mainland, they're pushing farming programs, farming programs, farming programs. But the seeds that they're giving you to populate your island are GMO seeds. Do you understand? So instead of you going up into the rainforest or the forest areas or the jungle areas of your islands to go get the organic seeds, you're making the government, which again has corporate contracts and is a corporation, give you these Monsanto seeds that you're growing and you're advertising these governmental farming programs. And you're saying, yes, they gave me uh, uh, five acres of land and now I'm farming on there, but where did you get the seeds from? Them same one. And these are the very same people that told you that they can now genetically mod modify the food. So if you used to grow a particular type of fruit or herb that can fight off 2,000 different types of ailments, now they've genetically modified it to where it would only fight off probably one or two ailments. You understand? And then has other things with an incubation period in there that when you bite into them, you're... you're you're now taking in a foreign substance in your body that has a 10-year to a 20-year incubation um, time for when they want to say the next pandemic is around the corner. And then that thing activates in you 10 to 20 years from now. If people don't believe that these things are possible, just research the science. You'll see that scientists can um, put an incubation period on certain things that they're injecting in your body. Okay. Yeah, and and stick up in right there as you talk about GMO food. This is what this this job is about. This job is nothing more than GMO creating GMO man and woman. Yeah, creating a new species because, of man and woman. Yeah, because GMO you know just means that a part of GMO also is that. All right, you see your body. If your body is contacted with a with a live bacteria right now, and the bacteria is doing harm to your body, your body um, adopts to that bacteria, becomes immune to it, and produces what it needs to produce to fight off that bacteria. That's the natural process. But with their vaccines or with these GMO um, food sources or anything synthetic, what they'll do now, they'll take off the natural, they'll shut down the natural response of the body to create an artificial response by whatever um, synthetic organism they have within those um, vaccines or what they're calling vaccines that they put in your body and that they've modified the fruits to, um, to all right? So just understand these things, man. This is why it's important to make sure that you have organic seeds. You know, um, you see these wild bushes and stuff growing in your neighborhood. You think that they have no use. You call them weeds. You spray pesticide and all sorts of stuff on them to kill them. But they have so many medicinal healing purposes. And to show you how everything is rigged, you can see a, a, a plant in your yard right now. 
Go look it up on Google, and it will tell you that it's poisonous. They won't give you the medicinal purposes, benefits of the plant. They'll only say that it's poisonous. It's not safe. But when you go and you type in medicinal purposes of mugwort, medicinal purposes uh, 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 of uh, um, red clover, dandelion, you'll see all their medicinal and healing remedies or healing purposes of that plant. But when you look it up on the mainstream level, it will only tell you that it's poisonous. It's toxic. But yep. everything is toxic. Everything. That's why it's you must like, have proper... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's like, all right, in my yard, every spring you have crazy dandelion. I'm pretty sure we are, we are too. You have a lot of dandelion where you grow in your yard, where you are, no doubt. But yeah, every, that's what I used to make the salve, that are, the dandelion salve that I made the other day. Okay, there you go, there you go. So... The dandelion that they, they grow in your yard, you could just root it up and, and preserve it and you could make tea with it and that tea could cure cancer, all that stuff. But what they have done is give you a weed killer and tell you, mm -hmm. reprogram you and tell you, oh, the dandelion is, is it's weeds in your yard. Take Remove the weeds from your lawn and poison the, 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 the dandelion and kill it. And when you go in the store, you look on the you shelf. It back to you. Guess what you're seeing on the shelf? The same dandelion that turned to poison. Yep. <laughs> right in your yard. Right in your yard. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. These people. Oh, these people bro. Ain't that the truth, yo? I remember when I went down to ShopRite and I saw the, I saw the, um, I said, let me pick up something to make a salad. And when I look, I saw these little leaves. I said, yo, why do these look like dandelion suckers? Why do these like the little, the, the leaves of the dandelion when it's in its young stage? And I'm like, yo. And they turned it into a microgreen. I said, oh, shit, this is what it is. It's They turned it into a microgreen, and they're selling it as microgreens, right? And I'm like, wow. And so what people need to also know is if you were one of those people that sprayed your lawns with pesticide, just um, back off of it. Stop, don't, about two to five years, do not spray your lawn with pesticide. All right. Give give the the earth um time to purge all of that um chemicals from out of the soil, okay. And then you can go and start harvesting your dandelions, your red clover, um your wild lettuce, right? Salamon seal, your salamon seal, um your nightshade, right? Because even nightshade grows in your backyard and you don't even know it. Like these things that you make tinctures out of it, you draw the, the medicinal oils from out of it, you learn how to activate the medicinal values of these plants. <laughs> this is very easy to activate the medicinal value, right? Of these plants. So, you know, the earth don't give you something to kill you. The earth gives you something to, to heal you of whatever ailments that you have going on. Okay. But if you take too much of one thing, then the rest of your body is going to is going to be deprived of something. So if you take too much of one thing, it's going to be toxic to you. Right. So when they're only talking about, oh, well, the toxicity of come on, let's let's use our heads. people. But anyway, I just want to tell everyone, man, just do your due diligence, do your research, um, family, build your family. Grow with your family, and then after you have mastered that, then you go outside of the lineage, and you can 
work together with others in the community as in community. Work with those who are proven to have established things for their family structure and these things. All right. Don't work with those who have not proven none of that stuff. Can't work with a man that claims that he wants a harem of wives, but he can't even get along with the one wife that he has. You understand? So you, you, you just these things, man, just pay attention to these things. You understand? Pay attention to these things. Yeah. With that being said, I say, yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, sorry for cut you off. But on a close, I don't want to forget, that's what I'm going to say. On a closing note, one of the reasons why they're pushing for the job as well is because after a while when it, your body, when it take over your body completely, as what Brother Dartman was saying, it um, alter your, um, your immune system and shut down the natural, the, the natural process of how your immune system operate. So what they're trying to get you to be doing synthetically is have you depend on the job. So every, so if you get, say you get two jobs already, you're going to have to go back the next year, the other year, the, the year after that, the year after that. And guess what? If you do not go and get that job, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to mutate. You're going to turn into what? I don't know what. Yes, mom. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what they're trying to come into. So you become, you become dependent and then. What if they start to charge you for the jobs? Then oh, they already what? started doing that. And you cannot... They already started the, charging. It's like, it's like the AIDS. It's just like the, the, the AIDS medication. You can't pay for it, so you'll die. Yeah. And they've already started charging people um, for the vaccine. And they're saying that after this year or by the end of this year, they're going to raise the price to what the pharmaceutical companies had originally wanted it to be because pandemic is officially over, right? So all this was, was just a land grab and money grab, right? For companies that was going out of business to build back their wealth portfolio so that the same corrupt class of people who have been a plague on this earth stay in, in, in financial power. That's what happened. And a lot of these people played into it, played into their hands, and they got majority of what they wanted. I understand? When you're talking about mm. bailouts, building out big corp or building out big farm, all these things, remember this. You are the bailor. The bailor, and they are the bailee. You need to look up what these terms mean. Bailor and bailee. You are the one who, because everything is on the authority law, law. So you are the one who's bailing them out, which you're what? Your signature, your sign of nature, right? Your autograph, mm -hmm. which are securities. So, they are cashing in on your securities because you abandoned them. Okay? So you got to learn what's going on in a deep sense, spiritually, you know what I'm saying, financially. You got you got to go on all levels, you know, with this beast. Because this beast ain't playing with you. Exactly. Okay? All right. Exactly, so, bro. Yeah. So, you want to wrap it up? Yeah? All right, brother. Let's just, I just want to tell everyone, everyone, you know, just travel safe, everyone. Be safe. Um, may the most high keep keep you safe, protected your family, and guide you guys. You know, so yes. enough respect and one love to everyone. More life, more life. Mm -hmm. Peace out.